shit's too mad, there's no control Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you live under a rock I might grab a bat, I don't know my rap, my blood boils over like Oh god, here goes I lost all feeling from my head to my toes You said some shit that I can't let go So just stay tuned for the rest of the show So have you ever felt betrayed? Switch just how you see things Realize something needs change Cause I know you got me fucked up Let me show you what's up Cause enough is enough I'll take a face full of pavement Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh god, adrenaline wasted So mad I can taste it I know there's no turning back I'll do what it takes I ain't making mistakes like that I'll bleed on your face Just to make you go take it back I'll lose my shit I go crazy when I'm And I have no problem at all because I couldn't care less if you like me or not. I'm here for success, yeah. and there's no one more successful than Grace and Moore. Yeah, let me talk to you. War game. Let me talk to you, indeed. Welcome everyone to the Heal the Ring podcast. It is the NXT Vengeance Day review. First and foremost, let's say hello to Jay. Salute, Jay. Salute to you, Kev, and salute to everybody listening and watching at home. Thank you for joining us in this NXT Vengeance Day review. Let's get this going. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. First and foremost, please hit those likes if you're watching us on the Facebook, YouTube app, or any of the video platforms as well. Anywhere in the audio platform, please give us a five-star review. We'll help our program, help us reach others and that want to hear a wrestling podcast from a wrestling fan to a wrestling fan when we're not journalists we don't pretend to be we don't pretend to have insights or we're just fans and that love the, the sport entertainment of wrestling and we're just going to review it and give you our honest opinions here so it is the vengeance day premium live event outside of orlando florida on the road here all in all before we're going to review it for those of us that are watching us for the first time we'll give you our opinion and uh, first and foremost before we get into any of the matches, the aesthetics, the crowd, um, the arena, the venue, how did it look from you there, Jay? It looked packed, man, and this felt like an actual show on the main roster with the amount of people in, the, in attendance because we're so used to being in the Performance Center. Us, me and Kev go every Tuesday to NXT. So seeing a bunch of people at, at, you know, in the arena besides staying and deliver last year, it actually was, it was pretty cool. It was, it was, it looked really good on that. Now, I couldn't join you for the first part of it. I was trying to do the, the New York Knicks watch along. And of course, my mind had some technical issues that I couldn't finish the whole streaming platform. So I did come out and watch from the second, from almost like the second half of the card. But we get the kickoff, the premium live event with the first match of the night. We saw Wesley defending his North American title against the challenger, none other than Dijak. Now, at first, Dijak tries to sucker, um, uh, I mean, Lee tried to sucker Dijak in by pretending to lay down for him. But when the big man w went for a cover, um, Lee kicked out right, um, him right at right in this, the head. Give me your thoughts of this match, the back and forth with Dijak and Wesley. Did it, how, what was your thoughts? Did it, did it live up to an opening bout in your mind? Yes, 100%. It was definitely a good way to open Vengeance Day, especially being back on the road for NXT. This is the first premium live event, minus Stand and Deliver last year. Now they're on the road. They're in Charlotte, North Carolina. What a great way to open the show with Dijak and Wesley. Man, what a match. It was a hard-hitting match. Dijak was in control most of the match, but Wesley ended up pulling something out of his playbook and picking up the win on Dijak. It was a good match. Let me see if I see any any of the if I have any of the pictures or any of the highlights. You uh, absolutely. I'm going to give you a couple of the spots there. Another moments and observation was that Death Valley driver that Dijak hit on the floor looked so brutal. Oh my God, he really and, and Wesley sold it. And then the, the the German suplex that Lee was impressive, displaying his power on Dijak. I like that there. And um, the reverse Rana was good. Uh, looked a little bit clunky, but it was still it, it still was something like oh wait a minute. So um, 
We saw a lot of the things a lot of the guys don't normally do on every Tuesday night. You saw Dijak also with a spike his head on the mat when uh, Lee reversed a powerbomb into a Hurricanrana there. Um, I know we want to talk about the most brutal part of the match that is went viral here was the finger of Dijak uh, being dislocated there. Um, we saw that Wesley defended and retained and continues to hold his North American title. He, he, he gets the defense. We also saw Tony D'Angelo along with Stacks out on uh, ringside um, in a spot there. The right guy to me won this fight. They won this match. A hundred percent. You know, I can see Dijak being North American champion, but man, Wesley is on a, on a roll and I don't think he's losing that NXT North American championship for a long time, man. He, you know, he's jumping through obstacles. You know, he faced Tony D'Angelo and then also he just now faced Dijak. What 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 a big man of Dijak. You know, he's coming in there for justice. Uh, but you know, unfortunately Dijak did not, you know, do what he wanted to do. Um and Wesley obviously overcome that obstacle and there are gonna be much more obstacles for Wesley in, in the near future. Um and I hope he just jumps through those hoops uh and reclaims that NXT North American championship, you know, every single match. Now we did see we did see the moonsault taken by Dijak. That's why Tony D'Angelo and Stax were out there. You know, a big guy like that. I don't think it was enough. I don't think uh, a Wesley could um, by himself take that 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 brunt of that fall there. Uh, you know, it's a safe spot there. But all in all, what's let me ask you this: What's next for Wesley? I personally would like to see him go up against Tyler Bates. Yeah, uh, you said it, and I agreed with you before um, when you told me about it. Uh, now I think the next challenger has to be Tyler Bate. I mean, he just came back, and it looks like he's not going to go for the NXT Championship. He he might be in the mid card division now, and you know he took some time off, obviously for visa issues, uh, but he's now back, and I think he's going to be the next challenger. Uh, we'll definitely find out next Tuesday and the next upcoming weeks, uh, leading up to Stand and Deliver. Indeed, and we'll see what what I think Tony D'Angelo and Dijak, or, or the, the, depending on the severity on Dijak's broken finger how long you'll be out there so we get that's the first night what a way to open up the car we get the second match of the night it's for the woman nxt women tag team titles katana and uh, katana and carter chance and carter taking on um kiana james and henley in a match here with for the tag team titles on the line in the second match of the night and and you had carter james and carter started the match off with the basic lockup you had Carter taunting with the Cowboy at ringside to anger James. You know, back and forth banter. The story of the match was Henley and James having communication issues. Could they get along? Could they coexist with both women? And they still wanted to win that match. But this spot has some fun spots. Um, and me personally, uh, before we give out the spoilers of the winner, I thought there were some good spots there. Of course, we saw Carter taunting Briggs and Jensen. was kind of funny. Briggs and Jensen had a hilarious facial expression throughout this bout. You saw that you saw them definitely going into Henley getting mad when she finds out um, that what happened at the end of the match. Now, before we get in there, what was your thoughts before we get the result of the match itself between the ladies? I enjoyed that match. Uh, another banger of a match, as Seamus would say. Uh, another banger, man. You know, we had Wesley taking on Dijak. That was a banger. And now Kaden and Katana taking on Kiana James and Fallon Henley. Man, that was a great match. Without any spoilers, man, Kaden and Katana with the tag team moves. Wow. They're they're impressive, uh, you know, and they're, they're a good, you know, good tag team. They are a good tag team. And then we saw, now, but now we're going to give you the results now. We saw a roll-up where Katana was being pinned and Henley with the back backslide and Kiana James holds down the legs for no kick out, and we get the three count. Referee was out of position. We get new women tag team champions here in, in a team that we do not know that really could they have coexist. So I'm actually surprised there as we go get the wrong one there. We get new tag team champions, Katana and, and Helen Feli. I, I was shocked. I was shocked, and, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a bigger storyline because I know if you, if you were to see on NXT Tuesday, Someone was on the call, on a phone call, where Kiana says, I love you, I'll talk to you soon. Now, Fenlin thinks that Kiana is seeing someone behind Jensen's back, whatever the case, or saving her friends from heartbreak. 
But I think that the plot is going to twist a little bit here. Um, with, but right now, they have to coexist. They're tag team champions. Yeah, 100%. And I was excited. I, you know, that was my prediction. I had uh, Kiana and uh, Fallon picking up the win. Uh, but, hey, the cheating, the, the, the cheating, it, it's, it's getting, getting out of hand. Uh, obviously, next Tuesday, we'll find out uh, what Kaden and Katana have to say about the cheating. Um, and backstage, man, what, what, you know, Kiana, you know, talking to somebody on the phone. Hey, the storyline can go either way. We can have Fallon turning on Kiana. We can have Kiana turning on Fallon, may, playing mind games, trying to get a championship, you know, just out of, out of it. So we'll find out very soon. Well, one thing about that phone call in the back, rumors, that's supposed to be her brother. Rumors. The storyline is supposed to be a brother character. You know, and it might be a Cardona, or it might be, you know, woo, 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 you know it. That's what they were saying. I don't know. That's the rumors. But all in all, we have the new women's tag team champions. Congratulations on both of those ladies. I, myself, am a big fan of Katana, Chance, and Carter. I hope they get back into the title picture. I hope they don't split them. I hope there's no dissension. And I hope because these ladies, when they, they are the life of the party when it comes to NXT, I just hope they don't stay there as a token. Life, you know, like a like a chase you nostalgia. I want them to actually continue to have success and be in the title pictures for Katana Chance and Carter. So we'll see what happens there. We have the next match here in the two out of three falls. So two out of three falls between Carmelo Hayes and Apollo Crew. Apollo Crew came out with his Nigerian outfit before. Um, of course, Melo got that wonderful standing um, introduction by his good friend. None of that trick Williams. Before we even get to the match, that introduction was awesome. That was phenomenal. A hundred percent. When I saw Trick Williams come out, I was like, is he gonna perform or something? He I said it in the stream. You came in at the same time and you I was like, is he gonna perform? Uh but no, that introduction, man. Wow. Both introductions, actually, man. Wow. You know, they deserve it, man. They they deserve every inch of that intro, every inch of respect. They deserve it all, man. It was. It was a good introduction um, for both men. Carmelo, you know, that, that introduction in, in that he had against Ricochet in Worlds Collide was phenomenal. And I thought, you know, what could top that? Because you saw all the hanging Raptors, all the jerseys wrapped. And this, this one, excuse me, with the Titan, with the Tron and all that. I mean, wow. I can't wait when he makes a, a WrestleMania moment in the future how big his introductions are going to be because that right now in, in NXT may give you goosebumps. I can only imagine when the creative and then in the main roster with Carmelo Hayes, and when he gets there, phenomenal. So we get the match between these two guys. Um, not for, it was back and forth here. You saw some standing um, start press. Um, Melo actually gets the first pin, the first fall with a submission here on Apollo crew. So, okay. Um, what was your thoughts on that one there? That submission uh, was it Apollo Crew knowing he had a, he had a, he had a cushion where he didn't want to take too much damage because it's rare when you see people submit on that move. Yeah, it is. Um, unfortunately, I was having a little bit of technical difficulties with my internet, so I really didn't get to see much. I did come I did come back when uh, uh, when Apollo tapped out. Uh, so, but hey, like you said, we never see much people tap out with that move with that submission hold. So maybe Apollo was having something up his sleeve, uh, possibly like, oh, yeah, I'll let you get a fall. Let me not take as much damage, uh, and let me attempt to get two falls out of these next few uh, few minutes here uh, that, we had, that we had left of that match. So, yeah. Right. And let me, uh, let me tell you this. Since they had that stipulation, two out of three fall, for, you know, this one is a clear-cut winner, not, not no one get a cheap roll-up or an outside interference, you had – two out of three falls to get the victory, it kind of felt like saying unofficially that might have been a number one contenders match. Winner there could call their shot because it was a two out of three. It felt like that. I don't know. It, to me, it felt like that. I don't know how that felt your way. Yeah. Um, I, I knew coming into this um, that whoever was going to win this match was going to go on to stand and deliver to face whoever won in that steel cage match that's happened that we'll talk about later tonight. Um so yeah, it was whoever won this match was going to be on. It was going to be the next challenger. So uh, yeah, cool. it definitely so, looked, felt like it. 
out now as the as the second fall the second fall starts, you saw Trick Williams not interfering physically, but being there at ringside, making his felt his presence felt back and forth in throughout the match. Then out of nowhere comes Colonel I see. We haven't seen Colonel I see in a while. If you see him, if you're part of the NXT um, house shows that goes up and down the the state of Florida, and not not on television, but the house shows, Colonel I see was. Last scene with Corey Jade, kind of like a bodyguard. Colonel R.C. was outside the picture. He returned back into the fall, um, stopped Trick Williams in one stop. He was like, oh, wait a minute. Now maybe Colonel R.C. is going to level the playing field with a Trick Williams on the side to help Apollo Crew. Apollo Crew acknowledged his friend. Um, you know, we saw them in the main roster when he had the Nigerian run there and, and, and that gimmick. And... So, but still, to no avail, Carmelo gets the second pin. They didn't go three falls. Carmelo with a queen sleep with two straight wins, two falls. I was surprised there. Um, I said, okay, I thought it was going three. Okay, okay, when is Apollo going to pin Melo? And we'll go to the third and the decisive one. But no, Melo just, I was very impressed with that, with Melo winning and beating Apollo. Yeah, I was. I was expecting much more to that match. I was expecting it to come down to whoever got the last fall. Uh, but, you know, Melo picking up an easy, clean win sets him up for staying to deliver. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And, you know, with Commander Aziz being back now, what is that? What does he have to do now? What What, what is next for him and Apollo Crews? What, we want to know. We'll, we'll find out possibly Tuesday. We'll definitely find out then. I'm glad you mentioned that because we deal, we'll definitely find out what more on Tuesday because after the post after the celebration for Melo winning the winning this two hours before you left in the ring Colonel Arcee pick helping up his his friend Apollo and out of nowhere we get the classic turn and he just levels Apollo and he just beats him up there um, I don't know because he, he might have left him in in the you know without a gimmick without or, or we will find out more like you said on Tuesday. Why was that turn? Now that also gives Apollo Crew uh, 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 a few to go deal with. Setting that, you know, what's next for Apollo? Well, now you got it. A Colonel I see in NXT. What's next for Melo? Stand and deliver whoever comes out on top in the main event, which we'll get to shortly there. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes there. Um, so far the night has been really crisp. It's been really good. And then we have the NXT Tag Team Titles. The fatal. It's a fatal four way. Tag team titles. We all know it's it's the New Day defending their titles with three other tag teams. Of course, the number one contenders or the former NXT champions, pretty deadly. Uh, we saw the Gallus Boys who won a gauntlet to get that right, and a token which I, I think it was just to help the fans out. Um, in a nostalgic or I feel sorry was Chase U. You know me. I don't know why the hell Chase U is there. It should have me personally. I still say it. I'm gonna say it until the, until the stream is over. Until I and, and it should have been Anofe and, and see Edric Anofe and, and Malik Blake. Malik Blake should be the ones there. I think they would have better spots. But nevertheless, no matter how much I I quabble and and squirm, it's not gonna happen. Um. So what's going on, little Reggie? Salute. Glad to see you, man. Good to see Salute you. To you. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, uh, and on last Tuesday, I was there in attendance. I know you weren't there. You were dealing with a stream with a next game, um, that triple threat qualifying match. I was cheering and I was rooting for Malik and Anofe. You know, they're they're a great tag team. You know, they're amazing in the ring. Uh, and I was hoping that there would be the next NXT championships champions. Uh, maybe go against Dallas Boys, even though it is going to be a tough, 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 tough challenge for them uh but i think they might get it done i think they they will definitely if they're next uh challengers i think they'll get it done now one of the moments there i liked was pretty deadly although they changed their ring their introduction music a little bit but their ring jackets were phenomenal they were very fierce they came out with that wing wing jacket um new day of course got the biggest pops studios always coming in whenever they come into anywhere any place they get the, always the biggest introduction deal hell that's the only really good part, great part of Chase U, her energy, the way she runs around and her, her nuttiness. She looks like Scrappy Doo from the old Scooby <laughs> Doo, you know, Puppy Power. Other, you know. Now, the match, when for the match, it was a clean match. All four competitors, I enjoyed it. Even even, even the stiff Andre Chase, 
you know, he did actually some good moves there. He threw himself from the top ropes, you know. Um, he was not bad, although I could, you could always tell his pattern. Wait, no, I, could, I, I sat down to watch along here. Oh, here comes a Russian leg sweep. Here we go. And there it is. And there we go. Give me a C. Give me a, you know, he's predictable. But he actually was not bad. I really enjoy all, all eight men in this ring. Um, you have some near falls. You pretty deadly look really strong as a tag team. They were very, very in control, double teaming. They're working together as a tag team. Pretty deadly, even um, despite, and I'm going to give you we'll give you the spoiler right now. We have a new tag team champions. I won't tell you who it is yet, but we have new champions. New Day did not retain their titles, but you, they looked so good, pretty deadly as a tag team with the tag team moves dominant on the on the court. Um, Duke Hudson trying to get someone through the table. He ended up to the announce tape, the TV monitors. He ended up going through the table, um, back and forth, the Gallus boys, rough and rugged. And give us your thoughts there on that and give us the win, the winner of the match. My thoughts on the match was it was it was it was hard hitting. There was a lot of good spots. I enjoyed it. This is another banger. We had three bangers in a row, man. It was an, it was it was a good match. Um, you know, obviously, and you know, can I give the winners out, right? Yeah, go for it. And the win the winners obviously are Gallus boys. Uh, you know, they're most they're the most dominant team in that fatal four way. Out of all those four teams, Gallus boys is the most dominant. So obviously, they picked up the win. Um, and I want to ask you this, Kev. What do you think is next for Pretty Deadly? I think Pretty Deadly should get called up to the main roster, um, but yeah. it's not gonna. It's probably gonna happen. You know what? It's probably gonna happen the Monday night after WrestleMania, um, you know, or Friday, whatever. Because that's like when new storylines and you and you kind of reset after WrestleMania. It's like it, you know, it's like saying the new start of a new baseball season or the new NFL season. WrestleMania is like that. So yeah, so they should go to the main roster, personally, but not yet. They should, they will, but I still think they're gonna have another match in the start, a couple matches, you know, a match in stand and deliver, and then they'll make their uh, regular their uh, debut. Unless they, uh, who knows? They could swerve us, and maybe they have a WrestleMania match where they get introduced and get not squashed but lose because they oh it's pretty deadly. Who knows? What's your thoughts? Now, I've said this since they lost the tag team championships to New Day at deadline. Um, I said this, you know, they should be called up to the main roster. They have the it factor. They have the heat. You know, the crowd hates them because they're heels, you know, and they're good in the ring. They're a great tag team. And I think they're going to make, if they when they go to the main roster, they're definitely going to have a big impact no matter which brand they go on. It, it, if it was Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown, you know, they're going to make a big impact. And I feel like... Not now, not like if they made it now, but in the near future, in the next five years, I can see them being tag team champs. Yeah, I can see that too. Here, there's this. I know there's been reports that wrestling WrestleMania is going to have a sponsor match similar to the Mountain Dew Pitch Black, something about um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch or something yep. like that. So you have, you'll, you'll have a Cinnamon Toast Crunch match with uh, Pretty Deadly taking on Maximum Male Model. Oh, God. <laughs> Hey, they, they both got a little cinnamon toast and crunch. You never know. I can see pretty deadly going into maximum male models. I can see them being you know, members. <laughs> side paycheck. You know, yeah. I can see them being in there. 100%. No, I don't see them in the maximum against them. Like who they can have a, a, a model off and sponsored by cinnamon toast crunch. You never yeah. know. <laughs> you know, they some they, they so you don't never know. They some people think that the pretty deadly got sugar in their tank. Or Maximil model looks like they got some sugar in their tank, and you, you little sprinkle a little cinnamon in there, and you go, you good to go. You never know. I guess that TV show for Maximum Man models is not cutting it out, so they have to be sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch at WrestleMania. The <laughs> 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 reality show ain't that's... cutting it for them. But this spot, this spot was good. The match was, you know what? So far, the three matches, they didn't. None of them felt long. They felt if, if they were properly entertaining. They gave the right time to tell the story. Um, I think the tag team title, the tag team four-way told its story. It gave us a storyline and it told it. It didn't feel rushed. So I got to give kudos with, sometimes when you have eight men, it could get clunky, it could get botchy, or, you know, or guys fatigued. But I thought they went all, went all out and with the right amount of time to tell that story. So 
kudos here on the agents and the bookers that worked so far with those these three these three matches um so far here on the nxt vengeance i really enjoyed it i'm really enjoying so far what i'm seeing so now we get to the the fourth match of the night it's for the women's nxt title you have roxanne perez taking on Gigi dolan and jace jane from toxic attraction of course we kick it off with both ladies coming out from the top of course toxic attraction they're a tag team they're going to try to avenge the loss of that nxt women's title as their good friend and patreon of toxic attraction mandy rose of course they both come out uh roxanne perez of course comes out i know you had a mention roxanne come out come out with the puffy shirt maybe she was she thought she was at the kiddies pool she had her floaties on and you know so i didn't want her to fall into you know deep waters um but hey roxanne perez looks like a star i know she should take off the little floaties but other than that i i, I thought the match you know before we all three ladies there i'm going to give you some memorable moments of the match that i thought was when jc with dolan and jc making their entrance together was a nice detail there i like jc hitting the kick to perez at one point and and looked at a little stiff but but man this did but the champion recover like this you know jc when she hits people she makes them look like ooh, like she could really hurt someone we saw like and i mentioned that on the watch along how she made piper nevin i think bleed last time when she hit her with that kick in that gauntlet match um but all in all i i enjoyed it it wasn't a little too clunky either I, you saw there was some confliction between toxic attraction as well you know who was gonna like you called it you know they're gonna be some pins and they're gonna be pulling people off each other back and forth um you saw the ladies tease about disliking each other but then they worked together as a team and of course you saw the one thing about it we all knew who was the booker on this match it was none other than divine um, give me your thoughts there before we go, we go on with the win. Um, I, I I I like this match. It wasn't a banger of a match, but it was it, it was a good match. It felt felt amazing. Um, it wasn't dragged on. It didn't feel boring at all. Um, but you know, obviously, I said it. I said it in the watch along, and you just mentioned it too. I, I I called it kind of with the um them fighting over who got the pin. Um, you know, it was quite obvious they were gonna tag, they were gonna team up on Roxanne Perez, and at one point in time, they were gonna turn on each other. Uh, now we didn't see an actual turn; we did see them fight a little bit and then get back to being a team. Um, and I, as you said, the Devon thing, you know, we had Gigi Dolan telling JC, JC, get the table, um, and we had an amazing spot uh, to end off the match. Um, now I'm not gonna give you the spoilers of who won the match, but I'll give you that spot. Um, you know, when Gigi got pushed into the table, and man, I don't know what's going on with Gigi in that match. It, it seemed like she was kind of like an Iladon, like kind of like a witch, and she was going crazy. Uh, so I, I wonder what's next for both Gigi and JC um, as we see both of them, you know, kind of turn on each other and not at the same time. So I, I wonder what's next. I'm gonna, we're going to get right back to that one second there. We, I, we saw that spot there. One thing I want to give kudos to JC, uh, actually to Gigi Dolan, with that, she did a German suplex with a bridge. She actually arced up and did a bridge. Phenomenal, phenomenal job on her. Um, also saw her tonight. I don't know if it's because, the, I don't know if it's because it was outside of the performance center and it felt like they had to take, or adrenaline kicked in, but because I saw this same, I saw that same, the same Gigi I saw on Raw on SmackDown on that women's on women's uh, tournament I saw last tonight too. Much better competitor in the ring than what than I see every week after week at the Performance Center. She's very clunky in the Performance Center, very botchy, or you could tell that oh, really you really didn't sell that move. But whenever she's outside of the confines of the Performance Center she goes you know we've seen her of course we saw her coming from other companies from the independent circuit from elevation coming into the into nxt so forth when she was priscilla kelly she that she could go that's why it's an enigma when it comes to her because we know she could perform but when she performs in front of us in the performance center it looks clunky um jc looks like a star and of course while she while roxanne pushes 
Gigi through the table, goes to the spot. She hits a pop rocks and she gets the pin on JC Jane and, and retains her title. Now, I, I want to go back to what you were mentioning with Gigi, where she goes from there. She looked her, Gigi likes to, to mess around or, or pretend to like all that um, Tim Burton Nightmare Before Christmas, embrace that um, Halloween, dark, like you said, Albert Fire type of role. What's next for her? I uh, could be if they go separate ways. Maybe she, like you said, a dark uh, persona. Uh, maybe she does. They they form with because I believe Albert Fire should go to the main roster. But whatever the case may be, um, where maybe Albert Fire and Aladon takes on Toxic Attraction, where uh, they use a spell to kind of mess up with G with uh, JC and, and I mean with um, Gigi to go up against JC. Because to be honest with you. Why, why she really woman potential is JC Jane. She does all the mannerisms, all the heel moves, like she's ready. Gigi what was holding her back was the wrestling maneuvers. But if she's doing these wrestling that she wrestled last night and she wrestled on SmackDown, and that's why it makes you wonder, damn, there is a lot. There's, Gigi has a lot of potential. But when it comes, like again, not to sound in circles, She's just got to show it more often, be more consistent for us. Like, oh, she's ready. Yeah. And I think the number one thing that's like kind of like messing with her a little bit on the move sets and stuff like that, that she showed tonight, um, definitely it's the crowd. Uh, It's a much smaller compact space a little bit. And we're all much closer and kind of like pretty much we can kind of feel their body heat sometimes where they're up close person. But in a huge arena like that, there's an adrenaline, like you said, like you said, there's adrenaline, you know, she's pumped, she's hyped, she's, you know, she's, she's in the moment and, you know, she's doing it and she needs to show that in NXT too, uh, because if she wants to go to the main roster and improve and get better to get to the main roster, she needs to do it at NXT too, because she's not just going to wrestle one night on a pay-per-view and not wrestle on Tuesdays uh, or a random Tuesday. You know, she has to show it on at NXT in the Performance Center and able to move forward and get to that main roster debut. But I think JC Jane is ready for the main roster. If they do go their separate ways, I could definitely see JC Jane go into the main roster without Gigi Dolan uh, because if they split it up, there's no point of having both of them go up at the same time. Uh, JC Jane is more talented in the ring, in my eyes. I think she could get somewhere in the main roster than she already is down here in NXT. Yeah. That's it. Which for Gigi is consistency on a on a week to week basis. Show is putting the work because what, what what that shows that bookers or, or talent evaluators on a Tuesday night that watch her, she's not really caring too much for her for her craft. And when she goes, well, you send her to the bank to the when the lights are big, she performs. It, it kind of shows a little laziness. You should always um well when one thing about performers, they want you to show you that you care about no matter if you're wrestling in front of one person. Or seventy thousand plus. They want you to see how well you're going to sell a story, sell the moves, and put over your opponent, regardless of not going, regardless if they're not going over. But what can you do as a performer to get your opponent over without going over? So that's that's what Gigi has to work on. And but I'm pretty sure they're going to show this film to her, and they're going to show her what she did there was phenomenal. She did she, and it's not it's not a knock on her. She did they both her and JC without without. Getting the victory were were entertaining. The match was entertaining. We knew Roxanne Perez were going to win. We knew it. We 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 knew the whole. But we wanted to see how they were going to tell us that story, and they told us that story excellent. You know, it there was and and usually they they didn't neither ladies botch no moves. They were very good. They were very entertaining. I liked this match. I thought this match was to me one of the one of my favorite type one of the favorite matches of the night. I actually liked it more than the Apollo and and. And um, Carmelo, and Carmelo is my, one of my favorites. And, and Carmelo won the series two straight and didn't allow um, sweat from, from Apollo crew. And I actually like this match a little more. So we get to the main event. Yes, indeed. The steel cage starts coming down. And then we see the challenger chastising the champion, wearing his uncle's gauntlet mask. He brings, he brings a brunette with him. Wait, with some champagne. And he had champagne. He had a, a, the ladies come down with bottles of Cook's champagne, ready to celebrate. And of course, the Waller Hive that goes there at nine o'clock in the morning Tuesdays. And the guy with the green hat, and the lady with the pepper nose, and the other person, and that, 
and this one, the Grayson Waller, who the guy that from Holland, whatever New England, that he looks like start like Lauren Hardy goes, and they want Waller to win, and what happens? He goes against Braun Breaker, the NXT champion. So he's got a lot of people behind him, and every Tuesday night, and the champion comes to the ring in the form of Braun Breaker. <laughs> the match starts, and all hell breaks loose on the outside. Waller with some punches and, and hits with the cage, and he's almost almost trying to bait the champion into spearing into the into the wall. He goes, nope, not this time. Let me without the spoiler of the winner of the match. What was your reaction? First and foremost, the entrance, the champagne, the people that's behind him. I enjoyed it. I I, I liked the entrance. All right. Um, I enjoyed it, and you know, obviously, <laughs> bringing the gold shoe uh, for when he, you know, it, when when if when he does win, uh, then he put the champagne in the shoe and drink it out of there, uh, like he did at Deadline uh, when he picked up that win in the Iron Survivor match. Uh, without sending any room, without sending any spoilers, the match for me was kind of iffy. Now there were some spots where I was like, "You are kind of not too smart uh, with with some moves that." some people were doing um and you know the attacks on the outside i was hyped for that that was that, that i was like please go through the barricade please go through the barricade uh but you know obviously braun breaker a lot smarter and he's like not 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 today i fell for your moves a couple times went through the barricade you know got you spear i speared you and got hit with that armor you know i they no playing games tonight you're in a steel cage with braun breaker that's it there's no playing games tonight Indeed, and of, of course, WWE got rid of for this match the rule if anyone escapes the cage first to win the match, that rule was out. They wanted a clear cut winner by pinfall submission, or no, or no getting out of the ring or anything like that, because it also takes away from a possibly a water or getting speared through the cage out and win. So they wanted to get they make sure that that angle was covered, any mishaps when he falls. Uh, one of the spots that I love was. Waller hitting a cool move. He had a combination like a kill switch and a blockbuster. I love it when he went in between his legs and um, breaker from there. Um, also, I love the fact where Waller kept being attacked there and still getting trying to get under Braun Breaker's skin. That's storytelling there. And Braun Breaker just on the knee. He knew he was in a cage there. And my God, he used the cage to his uh, knowledge that some of the Frankensteiner from the top rope was phenomenal. I love the uh, um, the the suplex, vertical suplex he had on there for quite a few minutes there. Uh, it, it was personally, Braun Breaker fought this match like it was a personal fight. And of course, he hits and he gets the spike, the spear, and then he just gets come up. Slams him down, and Braun Breaker retains his title cleanly against Grayson Waller, pinning not just not just Grayson Waller, Green Hat guy, the Norwegian fella, uh, the side holders of the Grayson Waller section, the Grayson Waller high. Uh, man, oh, I just was so happy. Oh, that it made my day. Waller sucks. He really, really sucks. Oh my God, I really love it. Oh my God, relish. Oh man, I I loved it. This was to me, Chef Kiss. Because Brunson, you know I'm your fan. You know that Brunson. Every time you go on the road, when you I need NXT, I'm the only one really. Me and my wife, the only one to cheer for you. You know you look at us for whenever you come up those steps for your approval, Brunson. I don't care if you call me a, a, a Braun Breaker Mark. So what? So what? He's the son of a legend and his uncle of Steiner Brothers. I loved it and I relish in it. Now, after the match is over, you see him come up on the top of the cage with the title. Out comes out. Who could possibly be the number one contender, Carmelo Hayes. Now, this is when I say I think Carmelo Hayes takes the title away from Brunson, from Braun Breaker at Stand and Deliver. But I can't wait for that build-up, Jake. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I hope this is a long build-up. And I hope it's an intense build-up. 
It's a great storyline. It's, it's going to, I wouldn't say long-term booking because we still have, a, we still have another month or two to get through till uh, staying to deliver April 1st um, in Los Angeles, you know? So I hope Braun, Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes have an amazing match at staying to deliver. Um, and like you said, I think this is time for Braun Breaker to drop the title to Carmelo Hayes. Um, and then for the next challenger, whoever Carmelo Hayes faces, you know, it is, it's going to be a good storyline there too. Uh, but this storyline, it's going to be good. It's going to be intense. And I'm going to love it every second of it. Yeah, you got long-term booking here because April 1st is a long time from now. You got almost two months of, you know, close to six to eight weeks of, of building storyline back and forth from the chase to for that bump breaker title um, i hope they just slowly tell it where you know say there might be some type of an injury or whatever the case is just just let just build it up correctly what's next for grayson waller i don't know to be honest with you because he is a hell of a he, but not for nothing he is worthy of being a world champion i'm not saying he's not but i don't think it was his time i don't think that you know I, I believe he wasn't his time to be world champion yet. And I don't know now if it's Carmelo Hayes' turn. Because I don't think, because to be honest with you, I know everybody everybody's thinking Carmelo Hayes should be the one being raised to the roster. It should be Grayson Waller. He has the heel mannerism. He's a little more older. Um, he talks like a phenomenal superstar on the microphone. You know, he, he's promo, he's got it. He could go out there and wreak havoc. Um, I think it should be Grayson Waller going into the main roster now after losing here to Bomb Breaker, similar to what we did last, what we saw last year when Gunther lost to to um, Bomb Breaker. Uh, Gunther ended up going back going to SmackDown, you know. So could it be where he gets relevated there where he starts making his appearance? I believe that's what's going to happen. I think Grayson Waller gets it's already called up. No more Grayson Waller effect. That will happen on any on, on the main roster now. You don't have you don't have a SmackDown show. Grayson Waller on SmackDown will be a nice addition there. Although I think Raw could really use him because you have um, LA Knight in SmackDown who could cut those promos. I think Grayson Waller because I don't I, I'm tired of seeing Miss TV. It's time to give it a rest on that. I think it's now Grayson Waller effect. Yeah, um, and I'm gonna say something real quick about Grayson Waller. What's next for him now? If you tuned in to the bump, which a lot of people, you know, tend to not tune in, but kind of gives you what's next for people. Uh, oh, Grayson Waller and Cody Rhodes were on the bump last on Wednesday, and kind of teased to a Cody Rhodes versus Grayson Waller match. Uh, Cody Rhodes wanted to get invited down to NXT to be on the Grayson Waller effect, and Grayson disrespected the crap out of Cody. Um, oh. He said he wants to face Cody and have a match. So. If he goes up to the main roster, he goes to Monday. I think, hey, I'm just throwing it out here. Monday's coming up. I'm going Raw. Grayson Waller, show up, face Cody, because I know Cody's going to be there. He's having a match. He already announced it. We don't know who it is. But he came, kind of gave the list of where he's going to be and where the matches are going to be, uh, not who is going to be in the match with him. Uh, but if Grayson, what's next for Grayson? If he goes up to the main roster, Cody's the first person he needs to go after. Mm, so yeah, it also gives you it also gives you a filler storyline wise where he could get preoccupied with uh, this NXT punk that comes up and, and goes after Cody Rose here for as a filler to WrestleMania to WrestleMania. They also have time like the way we have Melo and, and Breaker for a storyline to fill for Cody Rose. Well, you know what? That you know you might be in a treat. You might be seeing a Grayson Waller at Monday Night Raw. You might be you might be surprised with that. You never know. Absolutely, because he was very impressive. You know, they did they did give him a nice ring induct. They gave him a nice ring um, entrance for him, and he was he looked at like a million bucks. So, and he does deliver. Not he's not a bad. He's a great ring performer, but he just wasn't the face of what NXT is about right now. It's young wrestlers who are, and uh, in the next generation. And uh, and Grayson is young, yes, but he's a little bit in his mid thirties. Where I thought it would be more Brunson or Ron Breaker or Mello, that type of deal. I think they're waiting for Trick Williams, which for Mello to go up, but I don't see what's holding because you got to bring them both up. You, you be honest with you, I think Mello gets lost if Mello comes up by himself to the WWE 
um, to the main roster. I think you have to bring them up, both Melo and Trakes together. Um, to the main roster, they go, they go perfectly. But the way he just is hype man, the way you did Ludwig, Kaiser, and Gunther, you gotta bring Trick and Melo up. Yeah, a hundred percent. And this is the reason why Carmelo Hayes is now actually going for the NXT Championship. Because if Trick was ready for the main roster, they would have been up at the main roster ready. He yeah, wouldn't have gone yeah. for that NXT Championship. But it, it, it's Trick Williams. He has the factor. He has the size. He has the build. He doesn't. He has the mic skills. He doesn't have that in ring uh, in ring moves. He doesn't have that. We've seen an improvement a couple weeks ago. We saw that. So he is moving up. So if he he keeps going on that role and he keeps you know moving up in you know achieving more things, we can see Carmelo Hayes being on the main roster by possibly next Royal Rumble, possibly, uh, possibly a Royal Rumble entry. Or maybe even the SummerSlam. Um, so. Yeah, SummerSlam, you know. We, we thought SummerSlam was going to be last year. He was going to be there, uh, you know, taking on Seth Rollins. Uh, obviously, because Riddle had that um, suspension. Uh, you know, kind of suspension, kind of like he can't wrestle now because of what he did. And then he had that suspension after uh, Clash the Castle. So, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely probably going to be time when Trick Williams definitely improves. And he does have good wrestling moves. Can we book now? But it's up to now the Booker and uh, the NXT, Shawn Michaels, whoever's in charge there, to start putting him in some matches there where, and not just Axiom, please. Put him on some other guys. Can we get him, you know, get a, get some quality wins against uh, 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 Von Wagner if you're not pushing Von Wagner? Now you have Dijak. You see what I mean? You got the tall guys like that. He had that good, he had that, you know, Wesley was getting pushed for a North American title run. And they put him, they put Trick against Wesley, where we knew Trick wasn't going to go over because they were trying to push Wesley. Can we also, it's also according to the the bookers, who they push him and where they stay, they put, they persuade him to push him to get to that next level. And if he knows he's getting pushed there to, for that kind of stardom, maybe now it's up to Trick, Trick. Now you have to just come out there and perform it and sell it. And if you, and we know he's getting, we got to see him not no level up. You got and there's nothing wrong with level up, but you gotta book Trick Williams now with some importance now, where he's we where like oh wait a minute, so Mello gets that push, and when you bring them both up, they're both ready to go and hit the floor, hit the hit the road, running like way Kaiser and and um, Gunther did. They were they were running, you know, even though Kaiser lost a couple matches that led to Gunther chopping the crap out of him. But look at them now. That's that's my pick. Um, they got to do that with Melo and, and, and Williams. Hopefully they do that. But all in all, that concludes the, the Heal the Ring podcast um, NXT review of Vengeance Day. I really enjoy this card, man. It sucks it wasn't in Orlando, Florida. It's good and bad at the same time because you get this, other people got to see them outside of us that we get to selfishly see them each and every week. But other than that, I'm glad these guys all had fun. I'm glad that everyone that went on this road trip, I hope they had a good time. They enjoyed themselves. It looked great on TV. It looked great um, aesthetic-wise. It looked like a full, it was a full arena because the WWE makes sure they show you every angle of the camera. They make sure they show you the upper deck and the lower deck. It wasn't like that fake illusion that they do in AEW with Dynamite where half of it is cool. And people that are there in the, in the crowd is the ones that shows the pictures of it empty. But that was full. Good job on WWE selling out that building. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I, you know, Avengers Day was amazing pay per view, uh, premium live event. My bad. Uh, you know, and it was a great way to kick off twenty twenty three since that was our first premium live event of NXT. Uh, you know, can't really count New Year's Evil. That was a special Tuesday. Uh, but hey, they're back in the road. They're gonna do business. Every premium love event, they're back. On, they're going to be on the road, um, and this, it, it's going to be a good time. You know, I, I obviously I'm going to miss them coming for premium love events on Saturdays to the Performance Center, uh, but we still get to see them every Tuesday at the Performance Center. That's the good part. Uh, but I, you know, I enjoyed that. You know, the fans outside of Orlando and Florida, especially, get to see the talented young men and uh, women on NXT TV every week. Uh, so that's that's good for them too. Absolutely. So we shall see what what's the aftermath, the afterfall here on it on Tuesday night NXT with 
the tag team champions, Gallus Boys with the new women's tag team champions, um, Kiana James and Philly Halen. And we'll also see what happens with Wesley. Who will challenge Wesley now for the North American title? I'm thinking I said it would be Tyler Bates possibly. Um, who knows who could be uh, or what's going to happen now with Dijak, if he's going to be out for how long and uh, and how long is his recovery. And it's what's next for Colonel Asid and, and and Apollo Cruz. Are they going to, you know, what was the reason why he turned on his friend? What's next for Carmelo Hayes? Um, he, I know he wants Breaker. When is that going to happen for Stan and Deliver? Will the New Day return back to NXT? Do we see them making come back or they're back up on the main roster? They'll probably come back one or two more times and they'll leave. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, pretty deadly. What's next for them? Chase U will do Cutson. Finally go against uh, Andre Chase. We should know. We, we tune in for Tuesday night. That is us tonight here. Heal the Ring Podcast. Thank you for those who watched this on the watch along. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for those that are listening to us on the audio platform. Here Heal the Ring Podcast for the review. Hope you enjoyed the review. Please give the five star if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, or Reason, or any other of the Google, any of the other audio platforms. Please give us a review. Please leave a thumbs up here on the YouTube channel as well. Also follow us on our social media platforms, Heal the Ring Facebook group, as well as Twitter, Twitch, any other places that you know us. Reddit, we would love to hear from you. If you guys want to like to come and become a panelist and join us and give your thoughts on the review here, just reach out to me. There on the email address is in the video description, or you can just find the email address. So just in the chat, just let us know, and we'll bring you on as a panelist. Always have an open mind to open. This is a program from the people for the people. We are audience participation program. Don't be shy. We don't bite. Not too hard. <laughs> so we got. So we always say something here at the end of the Heal the Ring podcast. If you ain't down with the Heal the Ring podcast, we got two words for you. Just subscribe. See you. care less if you like me or not i'm here for success yeah. there's no one more successful than grace and war yeah let me talk to you war game well <laughs>